The Rebound is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. Listening on your phone? Now you can pay while you listen using the same device. Just tap and go. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible city consumer credit and debit cards. This week's episode of The Rebound is brought to you by iubenda.com. Hey, if you own a website or are developing websites and apps for others, you need to be sure you have the right privacy policies in place because it's the law. Fortunately, iubenda.com takes the hassle out of trying to create one of your own. It only takes a minute or two to build your own privacy policy statement for your site or app. Go to iubenda.com. That's I, the letters I, U, B E N D A dot com slash podcast rebound uh, for 25% discount. Create your own easy to read privacy policy today. That's com slash podcast rebound. So, guys, is everybody still talking about the whole headphone jack thing? Are we still doing that? I'm not. No. <laughs> okay, moving right along. I'm over it. You're over it. You're you're uh, you're you're ready to embrace our wireless future. Well, I don't see. I have another year until I have to embrace it because I already have my 2016 iPhone. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not planning, you know, knock on wood, uh, on buying an iPhone. But do you think you'll be ready for that September even even next year? Do you think you'll think you'll be ready to make the jump to wireless yeah, headphones all the time? I suppose. I mean, I already have a pair. Yeah, so um, do I. I just they're not my like daily usage pair. I use them frequently. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I Guy, see. That's my that's my my philosophy. We'll yeah. see. I know, but that that, that, that to, makes a terrible show. It makes a I terrible know. show. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that's that because all I want is isn't, isn't that what I do? Right. <laughs> I was just thinking show. that it makes a terrible show because that was my comment was about to be. I think all of the words that we could possibly use to talk about this have been done. Right, and then I realized it's like, well, that's kind of your job is to talk about this right now. So. Well, so I, let me let me put a spin, a personal spin on it, because yeah. uh, I've been thinking about investing in uh, a pair of noise canceling headphones. Mm. Um, I like the looks of those the the Bose, the big Bose ones that are like over the ear headphones, and I hear they're very good for noise cancellation. And I'm taking probably some longer plane flights later this year, and I thought that would be great. It would be great to have some good noise canceling headphones for some really really long plane flights, um, but. I, I'm hesitant because if I buy a, a headphone with like a wired mm-hmm. connector, I'm now I'm just like, well, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that now. I wouldn't do it now, but like just, I'm going to be wait thinking about it. I mean, yeah. yeah, what it's yeah, the seventh September seventh is. I <laughs> he think can't probably. wait that long. No, I can I can absolutely wait. That <laughs> I mean, long. come on, that's like you can definitely do without like noise canceling headphones. Uh, let me like just take my fingers off weeks. the uh, Amazon page right now, <laughs> and I'll just go pack away, close <sighs> the tab. But you should have got so that pretty. on Prime Day, man. <laughs> you should have, yeah. If you were gonna do it, you should have done it because then then you would have gotten you know, with the money that you saved, you could have bought both pairs, like yeah. wired <laughs> and unwired. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Good call. Good right. call. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm very much in a wait and see kind of. I believe that there won't be a headphone jack on the phone, and I'll see what the solution that they have is. Right. And I'm I'm amused yeah. that I I heard a rumor uh, that was going around uh, that the um, so they where the headphone jack is on the current bottom of the iPhone, there's instead a speaker grill on the iPhone Seven, mm-hmm. but that there it's not an actual speaker. It's fake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Marco seemed uh, like our friend Marco Arment seemed upset about that i just uh, think it's funny um i'm not upset about that at all i think the weird thing is it's the idea that 
I mean, I'm sure there is something else behind it, but it is funny that, that, that like, you know, one of the putative explanations is let's get more space back to use for other stuff. And it's like, instead, mm-hmm. we just put, like, nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, there's a big difference between the, the cavity of the... Um, yes. Like, it, people talk about the diameter all the time, but it's really, like, the... the the length and the, the so, width of that cylinder, right? Like, mm-hmm. it takes up a fair amount of space. And if you just punch a few holes in, in the sort of the uh, the outside layer of the case to make it look like a speaker grill, I have no problem with that. I don't I, find I it mean, to just, be... Is it just for symmetry's sake? Is that yeah, the... Yeah. Well, that idea. seems to be I mean, what they were saying. And Marco well, this is interesting, because I, mean, I don't have a six-style in front of me, but I have speaker grills on both sides yes. of my... my this has been done in the past. My SE... And one of and them just one covers of them is a probably mic. just bogus, right? Well, one of them probably covers a mic, right? Yeah, one of them. Maybe. So there's yeah. uh, like a noise canceling mic that's right, right, somewhere around there too. Mine's full of dust. But yeah, I have no problem <laughs> with it. I mean, cars do that kind of stuff all the time. Like, you, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Well, no, and I, I assume there's enough real estate gain there that they can either put other stuff in, even if it's just like, hey, let's add a little more battery or something, which you know, frankly, never goes amiss. I think the biggest. That's the biggest challenge still facing device managers today, or like devices today, is power management and batteries. Um, mm-hmm. I, as I was traveling for a week and a half and realized, like, man, my phone runs out of juice like a lot very quickly, yeah. especially when you're like wandering around a convention or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So I it's forget like, where I saw this, uh, man. It was on Twitter, and I'm gonna forget, but I'm totally stealing somebody's idea. Um, <laughs> and it was that uh, the next gen iPhone battery case will. Mm-hmm should come with a uh an audio head jack oh thing in it because it's like the easiest hundred bucks apple's ever gonna make that would be hilarious <laughs> yeah you get like because it plugs into lightning yes and you, you can stick a headphone through. jack in that yeah. and now you've got a huge battery and your headphones work. well so but and here's... you can charge more money for it than you can for just like a simple adapter that's how they're gonna get everybody to buy the idea <laughs> Yeah. Well, but, oh, you think this is too ugly? Now do you want it? Yeah, now you want it. <laughs> well, here's the funny part about that. Like the the sheer, so especially being at the gaming con- uh, convention, but just the sheer number of battery, external battery packs as a thing. It's so commonplace. Like, and, and the even the less technical people I know have invested in them. That's like a, that's a huge industry, just those external mm-hmm. battery charges, right? And, it's, and it, to me... I step back and think about it, and it's like, oh, this seems like one of those things that we'll laugh about in, like, 10 or 15 years. Oh, remember when we all used to have to carry around, like, external batteries for all our devices? Like, it just seems like one of those things that, you know, you should look at that as there's a huge opportunity here. Like, we should be investing more in that. And I realize, you know, this is a big a big source of – they need a lot of R&D to this, right? Because it's really just, like, getting chemistry, physics, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, figuring out how to pack more power efficiency in there. Um, or just to come up with something that's better than the the current battery technology we have, but it is so omnipresent that it seems like that's something that you should be designing against right now. Right, is, right. Like, because the first person to jump in on that and be like, "Oh yeah, and our battery lasts like three days with no problem," Nine like everyone's going to be like, "Holy crap!" Like that's that's a that it seems boring, but it's a huge differentiator. No, battery yeah. tech is like almost the one thing holding back technology these days. Yep, everything from cars to phones to you name it. Wireless headphones. Yeah, absolutely. You know why wireless <laughs> headphones suck? Because batteries suck. Yep. Oh. So with that, between that and the idea of, like, I, a lot of people are playing, playing still with wireless charging, and I don't mean necessarily just the induction stuff, but, like, there's been a lot of investigation into sort of longer-distance wireless charging. Yeah, that freaks me out. 
<laughs> yeah, it feels like right. magical ether stuff is it just does. charging money. Well, I mean, yeah. like Tesla was working on this stuff like uh, you know a hundred years ago. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's not like it's not like it hasn't been worked on for a long time. It's just really hard to do. It turns out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not even sure how it works. Is it kind of like microwaves? Like, do you, is it what happens with it? I, I'm well. We're we're all scientists here, don't, as we've established. Don't, yeah, in the don't past. stand in the don't stand in the beam. Is all I, all I <laughs> don't know. don't cross the beams <laughs> that, either. Don't cross yeah, the beams. The, the M five the M five computer fried that guy. <laughs> the M five. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go watch that episode. Right <laughs> uh, but I mean, it also feels like one of those areas where the jump there would be equivalent to the jump of going from like wired internet to wireless internet. Yeah, where it just in, like quantum leap enabled all these different you know capabilities, and so yeah. the idea of like having to not be tethered to a power cable and yeah. just walking around I mean, that seems crazy. Know, I'm I'm traveling right now with my family, and like you know the number of <laughs> the cable management yes, exactly. here is insane. Yeah. <laughs> Three of us, iPads, iPhones, computers. It's nuts. It's I mean, I didn't even bring my laptop when I was traveling. I just brought my iPad, my phone, and my watch, and I still need three freaking chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing. Like, adding the watch. Like, I, I, every time I think, boy, if there was just one cable that split at the end <laughs> and had two different, that would just that would make my life that much easier. Just bring a charging station that's the probably the least. size of, like, a like a small desk. Just put mm-hmm. that in your bag. Yeah. <laughs> I do have one of those nice, uh, I have, like, a Belkin power strip thing that has two usb ports on it and that's what i travel with which is great but it still means you can't go anywhere without the watch charging cable and i still end up generally bringing the brick for the ipad because it's the larger brick and thus charges faster because if i just plug i'm not sure if i just plug that into the usb port if it'll charge as fast so i never use those uh the little plugs that come with the iphone yeah what do you use uh ipad bricks ever since the ipad chipped Okay, why? Because oh. it, it charges faster, or charges faster and works just fine. Like, yeah, and uh, and the other thing is like if you just once you have enough of them, it makes sense just to carry those because then you can plug your iPad right. or your iPhone in and yeah. exactly. not yes. worry about it. So I bring the yeah, surge I carry, protector. I, I, like when I travel, I bring two of them: one for my phone, one for my iPad. Yeah. yeah. So I, when I travel, I bring the surge protector and then the iPad brick just in case because I can travel around with the day with the iPad brick, and then when I get night, I can plug in the iPad and then use the USB ports for the watch and the phone, which are fine. Yeah. Because it's charging overnight. Yeah, I'm a smart guy, guy. <laughs> I just, I, I, I use a mechanical watch that I shake around and it just keeps working. <laughs> I wish my eye was. you smart now. I wish my uh, eye was. I really that. do wish that, uh, I would love that if there was some kind of weird kinetic charging for the, oh, yeah. for, the for the watch. There's no the way you generate sure. enough enough charge, right? Like, uh, mechanical no. watch is one thing. He's but very like... active, Dan. <laughs> well, he's very animated. He's got, he's got a pair of shake weights. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's no way you could generate enough electricity to, to keep the watch lasting that much longer. But you could maybe offset the cost of the motion sensor. Right, sure. Yeah, okay. Like, it's not... I don't know how the... Like, so I, I think the downside would be that, I mean... The watch fifty. This is a physical... Bigger? Big thing, right? Like, yeah. it, it needs some kind of space to in order to capture the kinetic energy and then turn it into to battery power. What if it so was maybe it's not worth it, but... What if it were solar-powered? Like, like remember, those remember calculator that watches, 80s? yeah. Were you alive in the 80s, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, I was alive for all of the 80s <laughs> except for the first three months. But aside from that, I was alive except for all of it. For... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you missed the best part. No. <laughs> January through <laughs> April 1980 was really, yeah. That when was I was the... learning how to drive, that's what you missed. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and Mullen's got so screwed up. <laughs> we, we were like... <laughs> January 1st, we 1988. So me and Mullen's we were, were like, wow. We were, we were driving to the arcade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the... That's when we came up with Hypercolor T-shirts. Those <laughs> were the days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you guys are the poster child for the first three months of the 1980s, I feel like I'm okay. Uh, Just hanging uh, out with Ronald that's Reagan. That's hurtful, Dan. Um, yeah. So uh, speaking of watches, I wanted to ask you, I mean, maybe you don't want to discuss this on the show because you're not supposed to. I don't know. But um, what's the? is there some sort of trick to getting the um, the Watch 3 beta uh, uh i thought because i yeah. have not upgraded to anything i thought that when you upgraded the phone to the beta then you could upgrade the watch to the beta so but you can so. except keep in mind that if you're on the public beta the watch is a developer beta not a public beta okay that's so that's the difference then. yeah the difference you need a configuration profile in order to do it oh, and and it will work you can have the developer beta on the watch running with the public beta seed it's fine um but yeah, you need you need to at least have access to or know someone who has, and it's not like device specific. How as far do you as get that? Well, how do you get it on if you're not using a developer beta on the phone? How do you get it onto the phone? To it's get on a watch? crazy side loading process that involves Safari. Oh um, my god, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you can do it. I, I, yeah, no, it's, I know you can do it. I didn't know it involves Safari. Yeah. yeah so the way the the profile installs, if you sort of take the manual route, is you like. It, it, you open some a link in Safari on your developer beta running phone, and I think it, it basically you know pops up the dialog box. Do you want to install this profile? Mm-hmm. So yeah. a workaround that I've heard is used, uh-huh. <laughs> hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. is you could then get that configuration profile uploaded to a web server if you have access to a web server, and just point your Safari oh, on yeah, your yeah, on your yeah. iPhone towards the web server. It works. Okay. It works fine. Um, okay. So I thought you meant like the official. I think it still technically installs via Safari. It's just, I, I think oh, it, yeah. yeah, it's sort well, of. Safari is going to download the thing and understand the right, content. Right, exactly. Thing with it. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, I think there is a similar, the process for the Apple TV is a little more complicated, it seems like, because I think you need configurator. Um, and I, I have not tried that yet because I don't have access to the, the configuration profile. But uh, and it's just, it's a little more wacky, right? Because that device doesn't really have any other way to load stuff on. You have to, like, physically connect it, I think. Um, so, yeah. But I, I've kind of wanted to try out the tvOS beta because of the HomeKit stuff on there. Uh, because they're using it mm-hmm. as the sort of uh, automation part of HomeKit. And yeah. right now I have HomeKit access, but I can't schedule anything um, because there's no... You can also use an iPad is the other thing. If you have, they say, if you have an iPad that's basically always at home, you can use automation stuff on that. Um, but yeah, otherwise, because if you take it out of the home, then no more automation for you. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna wait for everything. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now too. I feel like my tech history has been coming down to the point of complete inertia. Where I used to be like, hey, yeah, let's download FreeBSD and then mess around with it and get a Klingon font in the, in the console. <laughs> and then, like, totally screw up the window manager. And then eventually settle on, like, you know what? The Mac is cool. OS ten is great. And I can't yeah. really change anything about it. Fine. And now I'm just, like, but still following closely with developer stuff. And now, at least I'm, like, not, you know, when I'm not working, I just don't want to mess with it. I just want it to work. It, it's, you know, I don't, 
I've done work on the Apple TV, but generally, I just want my TV to work. <laughs> I don't. I'm not fascinated by the next upcoming features yeah. uh, so much as I want to keep abreast of them for well, I, professional I, reasons. I feel like the watch is the one exception for me where I'm very interested in the next. I mean, I would. Yes. If it were easier to do, I would do it right now. Um, yes, but I think the watch is uniquely. Um, yeah, well, it's I, uniquely I think kind one of hobbled in its current. Exactly. I think three is what is. I think Watch OS 3 is basically fulfills kind of the promise of what we wanted the watch right. to be. Right. Yeah. So, meanwhile, I mean, I know I've got a sort of. I've got a watch sitting there. It looks very pretty, and I never use it. Uh, I think OS 3 would change that for me a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, on the other hand, I don't feel like going through all the rigmarole. I'll just wait a little bit. So. I've yeah, done the rigmarole. I'm, rig yeah. I'm rigmaroled. <laughs> he's, neck, he's neck deep in rigmarole. I'm never going to let you down. That's how rigmaroled I am. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> let's take a quick it's break. Like, it's like having Lex here. Yeah, let's take a quick. Speaking of Lex, let's take a quick break from one of our sponsors. <laughs> the Rebound is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. How cool is it that we live in a world where you can use the same device to listen to The Rebound and buy your morning coffee, groceries, and more? And did I mention it's a super fast way to pay? Just use your city card with Android Pay at the register. Get in, get it, get going. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible city consumer credit and debit cards. Thanks, Lex. We appreciate that. I'm glad that you're here even when you're not here. <laughs> that guy cracks me up every time. <laughs> for He's those funny, missing Lex. Funny man. Um, there was something else that they were, uh, shoot, what was the other thing I was looking at today that there were, that seemed mildly, into oh, uh, did you guys see any of the Intel stuff from the developer forum this week? No. So there were two, but they did, what they, 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 they did, a, there were two interesting announcements. One, sort of a business one where they're going to let ARM, like they're going to let people mm -hmm. who are building ARM chips use their fabrication facilities. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that a lot. But that, sorry, yeah. what was the other one? We'll the other one is one. their uh, Project Alloy, which is their merged reality headset. I don't know if you saw this. Is it merged reality? So, okay, that so that's just another word for augmented reality. It right? is and it isn't. So here's the thing. The way it works is rather than... So most augmented reality stuff, you take the HoloLens or Google Glass, right? And it's something being projected onto a display through which you can also see the real world. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Go for people who may... Sure. In uh, this case, yeah. though, what it looks like is more like a virtual reality headset where, like, you can't see through it. It's opaque. But it has cameras on it that feed in the real world as well and then merge that with digital displays, like, in, on the interior of the goggles. So it's kind oh, of not so quite the VR or augmented AR. reality. Yeah. I mean, it's like, not... Rather than taking something digital and projecting it into what you're seeing... It's taking what you're seeing and manipulating it into a digital space. Right. It's kind of melding it with, with the digital yeah. displays. And so it, it's interesting. The, the things about it that are interesting are it's standalone, like the HoloLens. Like, it doesn't require any... It doesn't have to be connected to a PC. Mm -hmm. um, it is predicated on the idea of using your hands as the actual controllers to interact with things in the digital realm. So, like, if you had a digital button you would actually raise your hand and touch the Personally, digital button yeah. with your hand. Um, although you wouldn't have, obviously, any tactile feedback for anything that's digital. Um, Yet. 
it lets you yes. i mean but like the cordless <laughs> aspect of it is nice too because you can like move around right like if you have some of the ones that allow you to move around but you always have a if you're trailing a cable you don't want to trip <laughs> over that yeah it's, it's awkward this is uh yeah it's like a geordie laforge style thing yeah right? it's like a, yeah it's like a visor yeah um uh, wait but how long i mean back to batteries uh a that's got to be kind of heavy yeah and how I long how long so. can that possibly last I don't know. I mean, this is a it's a it's a proof of concept more than anything. Okay. It looks like so they used it on stage. They demoed it. It, it. it you know is a thing that works, but I'm not sure. It's not. It certainly doesn't seem like a finished product because Intel doesn't really sell finished products like that, right? Like yeah. And no, so they yeah. have like a they have like a technology that in theory you know other companies I think can license and work with you know incorporate the hardware into their own platform and the interesting part is that they actually also have apparently struck a deal with microsoft to m allow for some degree of interoperability and in software between hololens and alloy so like hmm. essentially like letting developers write programs that can sort of work with either which is really smart right because intel yeah. doesn't really have much of a software base to begin with no i've used yeah. some of their yeah i've used some of the stuff and it's very uh it's like lower level. It's not great. Yeah, I mean they're they're uh, like, hardware like, They've guys. got compilers. Like they're really yeah. they're really smart. They've got some good software. But I mean, actually using it as like an API to make this kind of thing, I I don't think that that's where their strength lies. Um, it's so it's an interesting idea. I don't know. Uh, I mean, this is way off. They say um, available to hardware makers in the second half of 2017, um, with along with APIs. Uh, and they, they're using this technology called RealSense, which I think they've used for other stuff. Um, I'm trying to remember where I've seen this. I want to say it's like a camera-based technology. Uh, oh, gesture-based. Uh, yeah, platform for implementing gesture-based human-computer con interaction, which uses consumer-grade 3D cameras. Um, so there are some laptops that have, like, webcams with this built in, but I don't think that they've really been, they've really caught on. So, what do you do with this? Like, what's the use case? I know that sounds silly, but Google no, Glass, sure. I can actually, I can make an argument for why Google Glass is uh, useful in a few niche environments, for sure. I mean, right. it's, this? I don't seems know. targeted like, at the similar sort of stuff as the HoloLens, except it has a, yeah, yeah that's where I don't get it. Like, so we've got merged, augmented, virtual. We've got all these different, and sometimes real reality. We've got all these different realities. <laughs> <laughs> Too many realities. I don't know. I mean, I'm also not sold on HoloLens. I think it looks cool. And I've heard a lot of people who've actually used yeah. it speak positively of it, which surprised me because I, I, you know, would have thought this might be something that didn't actually work as well as promised. But it seems like it's actually a pretty solid piece of hardware. Uh, but it's hard to tell. I mean, I guess if you've got a merge reality thing, it enables some of those other augmented reality features like, oh, you could sort of have like a teleconference thing. But then you have a lot of people wearing helmets all the time. I don't know. <laughs> Can I have a tele uh, yeah. teleconference? The, the dream. Finally, solved. the dream of teleconference. <laughs> <laughs> in, a hel in a helmet. Yeah, everybody's Hel helmet chomping at the bit. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Right. Everybody wants their... That seems like a, that seems like a like, typical. I don't, was that part of their pitch? Because that seems like a typical no, Intel. So. Intel kind of okay. <laughs> That's me. That's all me. Okay. It's like having a giant conference where you can't just casually look at your phone and surf the web. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, they'll, they'll insert that. So you could, you, <laughs> you can, you'll have a virtual reality a phone. Virtual phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this stuff, like, uh, uh, this stuff makes me nausea, nauseous. So I still feel like I'm soured on all this stuff. Since yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the little bit that I've tried still makes that's me That's typical born before the 80s thinking, Moltz. That's what it is. Yeah, that's obviously what the problem is. No, no, it's there's just some that physiological like, reasons why yeah. you may feel nauseous. Yeah. Right. Right. They need to. And it, I that mean, will be addressed, it, but it it takes more compute power to do it. That's, that's the thing. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen as opposed to like we all can't these extra... we can't stop John from everything that's going to make him feel nauseous. <laughs> like that's just too long a list. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's but, fair. Uh, I mean, I don't care about John, but I'm just saying like they're, they're, these Thanks. devices are predicated upon the notion of a pretty normal wait, 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 okay, uh, but field I'm, of vision. That's totally true. But I'm also pointing out that John said just the idea of it made him nauseous. <laughs> oh. We can't stop no, anything. No, I we can't stop I, that. No, well, <laughs> yeah. The idea of the helmet conferencing makes me nauseous. Yeah. <laughs> that, there's no way around that. You need an yeah. escape. <laughs> if you've ever been in a meeting, you you don't you'll want just to be buy there. a mannequin and you'll put your helmet on a mannequin. No one will know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Who's in there? Who's that? Put, your, put it on a dog. But I do get the sense, I get the sense that we're in the. Um, the Jeff Hahn era of this sort of virtual reality. Oh, uh, you're, you're talking about the guy who did uh, multi-touch. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. right, exactly. Uh, like, before the iPhone, a couple of years before the iPhone, um, uh, sort of the big demo was uh, Jeff Hahn doing a, or Hahn, I should say, doing a, a multi-touch demo on a giant screen. Uh, and they were, like, drawing and, like, manipulating pictures and zooming into maps and doing all kinds of stuff that uh, subsequently were... Uh, showed up in a product like the iPhone. And it's not like a direct descendant, obviously, but uh, I get the sense that this technology is in the air right now, but nobody's actually nailed what the actual thing should be. Like, why is this useful and why is it good? The consumer-level application, you know, the sort of killer app of it has not quite materialized. And not to say, like... And and this is not to knock anything that's going on now. I just don't think that it's... But it's not, yeah, we haven't reached the it's point where, where, it's going to, where it's going to scale and take off. Yeah, this is the most exciting time of any kind of technology. It's like the Atari SC, uh, ST and, uh, uh, what's it, GOS, I'll, like, I'll, uh, what was the other one? Oh, the, uh, the Apple GS, Apple II GS. All of the stuff that before we got the Mac and, and then eventually Windows 95 uh, was kind of like... The, the seed, like trying to figure out how stuff should work. Yeah, it's we're like there, the we're anything, doing that now. It's with, like the anything is possible era where yes. every, we're, we're going to try a bunch of stuff. I mean, and, and it's, it's crazy yeah. because all these companies have these huge pipelines where they can produce products now. You are seeing a huge influx of these first generation like VR and AR products. Which aren't like maybe no, the market's not there yet, but like I think this would have been a lot harder to produce, right? Like these things would have been even more expensive. You know, the, the the commensurate products of that era you're talking about are the same thing, where it's like they're kind of pricey, they're not really, yeah. you know, things that everybody needs, but everybody's messing around with these ideas, and some people are going to buy into it early, and and someone's going to figure out like like a killer application for it. Yeah, yeah. I like right now, up. we still don't know how to uh, manipulate stuff. You know, it'd be like we haven't decided if uh, moving the mouse up or down should it should be inverted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, what happens when you click a button? Like, do you have to wait till you mouse up, or does it activate when you mouse down? 
like weird little interactions like that haven't been sorted out in this kind of space yet. And it's a really exciting time, but I just don't think that we've, you know, yeah, I haven't seen a clear winner at all. Well, I, I looked at a bunch of the apps that were on the App Store, um, the VR apps on the App Store a while back, and what was <laughs> kind of pathetic was that the the best one was actually the swim, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit <laughs> app. <laughs> um, because I mean, obviously, for, for one thing, yes, they just John. they had the budget. Well, they had the budget. You know, I mean, they they did, and they had the production quality. I mean, they just you know they're they have professional photographers and they have like, I mean, you know, they obviously, cause they make a crap ton of money off of this stuff. And so they, they did, they put together a really, I mean, pretty good app. I mean, particularly the VR stuff was, was so well done that, I mean, because it was, <laughs> it's, you know, they were in motion. So the things were moving as opposed to so many of these crappy little things right now are just like, everything is static and you're just standing there and you're looking around. Oh, there's the Acropolis. Like, well, it's a big deal. I don't really, <laughs> now <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a static in the image of the, uh, the Acropolis and I'm getting nauseous. I mean, <laughs> at least with the other one, I'm <laughs> okay. okay. So she's what, moving I mean, and I'm still, I'm still, I'm still getting nauseous but <laughs> for different reasons yeah <laughs> okay so so, so it the, seems the, like the i mean you know i think there's a you know there's a fairly good chance that that you know some some skeevy industry like that might actually do well in that environment sure okay setting aside the content uh what was the experience like <laughs> uh <laughs> what well like how did the app work like were you could the app itself. The it? app like, itself. Could you move forward and backwards in time, or could you move the camera? In no, space? you move like, the camera. What? You just move the camera around. You were you were in a stationary yeah. position, uh, but you could look all around you and everything okay. so all it's a around you. Three sixty video, basically. Three sixty video, but yeah, yeah. So everything all around you was in motion. Um, that okay. was the one. That was the biggest difference. I mean, and I think it. You know, I mean, this was months ago, so maybe it's different now. Maybe there are other options now, but um, it's. Uh, and and like I said, there like a, the, one of the big differences is also just the the quality of the video was was so much better, um, right. um, because a lot of these other things were heavily were you know I mean not heavily pixelated compared to um, you know downloading things on a modem in <laughs> 1992, right. but um, but compared to images that you're used to seeing on your phone. Heavily, yeah. heavily. Well, there's a difference between capturing video and trying to render the whole world, right? Yeah. So sure, right? Yeah. yeah. And they're not, you know, none of these were terribly long videos, but they were, and they were, but they were good sized. I mean, it took a, it took a while to download several of them. So, you know, I mean, that, and that's, I mean, between gaming and that stuff, I, I, I suspect those, one of those, or both of those, will probably be. Like the, the, yeah, the big inflection uh, yeah, I mean, points when people say, start, I mean, porn, you know, when they start making money, this, like, yeah. they start making money on stuff like that. Then they'll, people will yeah. start making a lot of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and that's gaming certainly yeah. seems like one big part of it. Um, I think that's, you know, the virtual reality stuff is all hinging on that. It seems like for the most part, I mean, mm -hmm. like they're either this sort of experiential well, stuff. I mean, that's porn is probably Porn drives a lot of tech. Yeah, it, it does. That is yeah. true. It tends you know. to be a a major influence in that. But I'm, I'm, I mean, gaming does too. I think you know because it tends sure. to push the envelope yeah. of performance, right? Right. Yes. Um, yeah. And so it's not like I mean, in all these things, I think what you're looking at is in VR right now. I think it's mainly experiential stuff, right? So it's like video games, 
you know, those kinds of things, as opposed to, like, no one's going to do spreadsheets in virtual reality, right? Like, there's no point to that. Oh, I can manipulate yeah. graphs with my head. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. Well, that's <laughs> unless you got some really, that's like 80 shades of gray. Like, that's, why the meeting, that's why the meeting example is so great. <laughs> well, it's a typical business. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. That's, the, that's not, I mean, not going to drive anything. And, and, <laughs> I mean, any of the pedestrian things we do all day that we do most of the time are not going to be enhanced by this, it seems like, right? Your email, no, your web browsing, reality, that kind of stuff. Just by its very nature, even the name implies escapism. Right, and it's, and yeah. it's temporary too, right? Like you put, it on, right. you put on your helmet, you go play a game for a couple hours, you take it off, you move on to something else. You're not going to be like, hopefully, we're not going to be spending all of our time like sitting slack-jawed in our chairs with the helmets on. <laughs> yeah, not until the robots get us. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> which i have penciled down here for 2025 excellent excellent man you're so organized I love it. <laughs> uh let's take a quick break to hear from our other sponsor today iubenda.com again if you build websites or apps for a living you know privacy policies are a big deal did you know that it's illegal not to have one in place now the annoying thing about privacy policies is they're typically complicated they're really hard to read and frankly they're boring nobody really wants to spend their time reading i'm reading or creating one it's just really hard to do but fortunately that's not the case anymore because iubenda is the one-stop solution to help you create your own customized privacy policy for your site or app that's because cookie cutter privacy policies are not the answer they don't cover the specificities of your own personal site or application they're just sort of written to be as general as possible iubenda allows developers to create custom privacy policies in literally seconds it's fast it's super simple and it's beautiful to boot go to iubenda.com slash podcast rebound that's i-u-b-e-n-d-a.com slash podcast rebound for a 25 percent discount and you can get started creating your own easy-to-read privacy policy today. Uh, once again, that's iubenda.com slash podcast rebound for a 25% discount. Thanks so much to iubenda.com for sponsoring today's episode of The Rebound. So I've been on vacation. Have either of you read the, the Tim Cook uh, oh. interview in the Washington Post? I started, yeah. I, got, I got a little bit of a way into it. I read I some of the highlights. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been kind of slow. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's... Do you, do you have any notable it's, it's things ser- to it's, share? It's very sad. It's very because he says sad. he's lonely. Well, he says he's oh. he says he's lonely. It's lonely at the top. It's lonely at the top. I thought that was a myth. <laughs> you thought you thought all your money would keep you warm. <laughs> well, I was hoping something would. <laughs> <laughs> I use my money to buy Eventually. booze and that keeps you warm. Sure, there you go. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was a pretty good piece. They've been on a little bit of a blitz recently. Yeah. Apple. Yeah, it's been or interesting. Apple. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with the, you know, the financial situation with um, business slowing down a little bit. Maybe they're trying yeah, to... Yeah, but the stock price keeps going up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think they're, the outlook for the next quarter was, was not bad. Um, it was better yeah. than I think people were expecting what the, their projection for next quarter. So I think that was what... Help the stock price. Do you think they're trying to drum up like just more positive PR? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I'm between thinking. the financial results and the fact. I I don't know. I I, I can't help but feel and the like headphone jack. Well, I'm not. No, I mean, no joke. I can't help but think that this year is going to be a tougher one for Apple because from the you know, admittedly going from these the rumor information you have, which is always incomplete. Um, I think the software releases sound very good uh, my experiences with ios 10 and sierra and watch os 3 have all been very positive um but 
I'm curious to know whether or not the hardware releases are going to be, you know, big attention getters because yeah. well, I think the I think you know, not to to we to veer away a little bit from the headphone jack, but sort of sort of stay on it. I, I'm curious to see how that's received by consumers, because I think it might be fine. Like there might be plenty of people who are perfectly happy to go the wireless route, um, but I could also see potentially a lot of people being a little put off by it. So I I don't know if that's going to be a tougher sell uh, than past iPhones have been, where it's like, oh, we're just you know we're iterating, we've got the latest greatest thing. I, I don't know what else is in there to make it a compelling sale. Um, and, and I, ant- I anticipate a lot of cries of uh, forced obsolescence. And, sure, uh, yeah. I mean, remember, we, yeah. remember the switch over to Lightning and like heads or heads were rolling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Over what? Like, it, how long was that thirty-pin connector there? Uh, probably since the iPod, two thousand three. No. Yeah, it's because it was the yeah, th- it was the third uh, gen iPod, something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because it was yeah, FireWire. The first one was yeah. FireWire. So yeah. it was probably seven or eight years. About as getting close to as long as we've been on the Lightning port, I think. Not quite, but close. Um, so yeah, I, I I just don't know what else. I mean, I feel like I say this every year, like, oh, what else is there left to do? But yeah. I mean, well, that's we, the thing. I mean, the, but you know, they, we hear all these these rumors, and we don't. There's no story built around them. Sure. You know, there's sure. there's just there's just like, oh my god, the the port's gone, and everybody freaks out, and obviously. <laughs> They're not going to present it that way, right? They're going to they're going to have some story. I mean, I, whether it's a good story or not, I obviously remains to be seen. But they have a reason for doing this, other than just like trying to sell you adapters. Sure. So, but you I, know. the larger question for me is: I mean, we're we're about to hit. You know, next year will be ten years of the iPhone, which seems hard to believe. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? I mean, everybody, all the rumors seem to indicate that next year's iPhone is going to be huge. But, like, but the, as the a, difference is going to be dramatic. But as a bigger part of that trend, does it? It seems to me, you know, the, the iPhone has clearly become a, and smartphones in general have become a much mm-hmm. more mature platform, right? right. Like a lot right. of the low hanging fruit has been taken off, and so the questions are: Are we into an era of more incremental improvements because there isn't this these you know major major jumps to be made every year? Uh, and so we continue to see things like, you know, the processor gets bumped to be, a little, to be better. The camera gets bumped to be a little better. You know, maybe some of the other, like, there's rumors about the the home button getting replaced with a touch-sensitive button. Like, I don't know. I mean, I've I just, you know, we're getting into a yeah. point where the it feels like the gains are smaller. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's look at it. Uh, let, let's try to get a bit of perspective on it. Uh, OS X shipped in what? 2001 yep iphone shipped in 2007 yep so we had six years of os 10 before ios came out mm. uh it's now been 10 years <laughs> yeah you know? sure that seems sure. crazy yeah. so like okay. we're we're looking at pretty mature products by now right, right. yep right yeah um they yeah. serve their needs well. Like I, uh, oh, absolutely. You know, at a certain yeah. point, you know, like it's not like you have a baby and and he grows up and he <laughs> went, once he turns like twenty five, you're like, you are not growing anymore. <laughs> you're so you're <laughs> asshole. You're boring. I'm like, why aren't you like <laughs> eighty feet tall by now? Stupid baby, be more exciting. You already took your first steps. You already said you're your right. first words. Like, now geez, what? what else have you got for me? What have you yeah, done for me so lately? Yeah, so I think there's a certain amount of that for that. And I, I understand that the financial markets at least want to keep seeing growth, but growth doesn't necessarily. N- 
growth yeah. to the financial markets doesn't necessarily mean uh, massive innovation on the platform. Sure, level. and and so maybe it's the now. the greedy tech nerd part of me that always wants right. to sort of see the next thing, right? As I think, and I think that's not a you know not. Oh, a believe sm- me, that's what I want. That's why I mean, going back to the AR VR conversation, yeah, I love that stuff. On the other hand, uh, you know. After 15 years, 16 years. Yeah, we're, you're saying we should stop acting like entitled spoiled brats. Pretty much. No, 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 no. I'm not. John is. I John think, is saying I, that. I, w- I would say that. Well, no, I think that's valuable. But I mean, I think, well, I think that drives people to want to innovate. I, I just yeah. think that, you know, some kind of perspective is, is worth having, you know? No, I'm not yeah. criticizing yeah. them. It's just more of a point of discussion of, you know, I mean, right. here we are on a show that's dedicated to talking about these things. And to a certain extent, if it, you know, when it slows down, it just, it gets, it gets harder to make a show, guys. Well, there's, I mean, I think the the whole innovation needs to move into different spaces to mm-hmm. thrive, right? So they need to get into something else is really what needs to happen. Cars. Cars or VR or, you know, whatever. I mean, it'll happen eventually, but, it, I mean, and the watch obviously was never really going to be as huge as... Sure. As the phone. I mean, the smartphone thing. I mean, basically, basically, you know, being able to carry around a computer in your pocket was uh, um, a nigh once, you know, I mean, <laughs> once or yeah. twice in a lifetime kind of change. One of, one of the things uh, Tim Cook said recently, I believe it was in that article that we just mentioned, uh, was that uh, the phone is in a very unique category where there's almost a one-to-one correspondence with every human on Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously not at the price points and not at the, but I mean, ultimately, that's that's the direction in which we're heading. Yeah, and it it, it in a, in a hilarious way, it kind of echoes um, Microsoft's old mission statement, which was you know a computer on every desk. Right, right. Except instead of a desk being sort of the unit, now it just it's it goes in your pocket. Yeah, it goes yeah. with you wherever you are. I mean, and that's yeah. been the the progression, right? Like we went from yeah. computers that filled a room to computers that sat on a desk to computers that sat in your lap to computers that went in your pocket and now a pseudo computer that goes on your wrist that really can't do everything that a computer in your pocket can do but there might be a day where it can there might yeah. be that day might come and i don't think yeah. that will be as as much of a jump as the computer no. in your pocket was because i think it will tend it will still be more limited and it will probably still be more expensive and the smartphone has already become so frankly commoditized in a lot of ways that that's hard to fight um but yeah i i think yeah i think john you're totally right that this is a once or twice in a in a in a era sort yeah. of development and and yeah. and everything else kind of seems like window dressing when you want everything to be like as as huge as the smartphone revolution was but right i mean you can't you know <laughs> it's asking yeah. a little much no I, well, and i'm not asking discover, for everything to you be can't that discover huge. relativity like every two years well but through time travel we actually can't no. well, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go back in time and pack everything into about a month it kind of feels like that's what happens sometimes <laughs> But, I mean, I, I always look at interesting – you take something like the iPad, right? And, like, the iPad has clearly not been as huge a success as the iPhone because, once again, nothing was. Um, but, you know, because the model wasn't, I think, quite as different, like, you, you, these days, you know, there are a lot of people who are doing work on an iPad, and there's a lot of people who are doing the work on a, you know, a laptop. And sometimes those people will get into little little arguments about which one's better for that job. But the answer is they're both pretty sufficient depending on what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. And so the iPad was not as huge a – 
you know, revolution in terms of, because it was essentially just a revolution in terms of the UI of how you interacted with a computer. And that's not nothing, but it also, I think for a lot of people, didn't substantially change their daily life going from an iPad, going to an iPad from a laptop. Um, it was like an understood model. It's like, oh, a computer I can carry with me? Yes, I understand that. I already have that, but this is a little lighter and it lets me do things in a different way. Yeah, but changing... So, changing the way people live their lives at this point, uh, I'm not sure what kind of device is going to do that because, you, uh, you know, email, surfing the web, uh, Twitter, or some kind of social, probably Facebook. Like, these are the way that people communicate yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how a device is going to change that. It's like... Well, now I've got a cordless phone as opposed to, like, a, a phone sure. with a wire. yeah. But it's like, that's nice. But, you know, ultimately you're still typing on the, the touchstone phone. Uh, so I, I, I don't know if it's fair to, to say that the, the iPad didn't revolutionize the way well, that people uh... went about their work. Because their work now is so online, which is kind of how the iPad can exist in the first place, because we're now no longer tied to necessarily native experiences, right? Like the 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 internet has has uh, opened the doors wide to alternative approaches to communication. Yeah, I'm not trying to ding the iPad here, other than to say that it. it I think one of the yeah, reasons I mean, it hasn't it's... done as well in the long yeah. term is because. It provided some interactions that for some people were more valuable than what they were currently getting, but for a lot of people, right. it wasn't as universally applicable as the smartphone feels like it is, right? You don't have oh, that yeah, same one-to-one sure. ratio right. with an iPad that you do with a smartphone where people can, like, you know, people can get everything thing, done on a smartphone and, like, I mean, stay thing, in touch and all that. To, yeah. to a certain degree, they're, they're, they're not that dissimilar devices, though. No. I mean, so in a way, I mean, the, the distinction between them is, is almost artificial because particularly now that we have such large screen iPhones or, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we have large screen phones, they are, they are in effect just small tablets. Sure. So, and I mean, that, that whole, that's, that's just, it's more, of a, it's more of a spectrum than it is like a real difference between, I mean, you know, people like talk about whether or not tablets are a success or not. Well, you know. Large screen iPhone, large screen phones are a tremendous success, mm-hmm. and the the difference between that and an iPad is is almost academic. Sure, and I think what I was trying to get back to to loop around to this idea of like the you know Apple's quarter coming up is the idea in some ways that because the iPad and the iPhone are so similar, to a certain degree they fed each other's developments, right? Like rather than just like oh, oh yeah. we've got a new iPhone every year, it's like well you got a new iPhone and a new iPad, and they're kind of like. They're both maturing, and because they're both maturing, then as a whole, that in, is maturing faster because you have, like, the, oh, we learned something from the iPhone that we can turn into the iPad. Oh, we learned something from the iPad that we can feed into the iPhone. <laughs> and, like, you know, you, you as a result, you get both of those things, I think, came to maturity a lot faster because there were multiple interactions and multiple devices for people to deal with. And as a result, I, again, I feel like we've gotten to a point where those devices are both very mature and so as a res- you know you, you don't necessarily see on either of them huge huge jumps yeah. exactly exactly and i think that's right. that's challenging from a perspective of a company that is perceived as being the the top innovator right like there's there's no argument that either of those devices are a success from my standpoint and that apple will do fine with either of them but yeah there is an expectation of like you know well once everybody new stuff. you know once almost everybody has one you can't get growth like you've gotten before. Sure. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. 
just take it from a technological standpoint, it's, it's interesting to have watched these platforms mature over the last decade. And, and, and especially, like, you keep in mind, like, you know, the iPad is younger than the iPhone by a few years. And so it's funny that it's like, you know, a device that came out in 2010. It's only six years old. And yet it feels like, not that there aren't improvements to be made, but it's like, wow, it's, it's a pretty great device that we that like we didn't have six years ago. And now we have, and it feels like as good as my computer most days. <laughs> Yeah, I think the iPad has the most promise in terms of being a becoming a more robust computing platform. Microsoft wants you to think it's basically just a ripoff of the Surface, though. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how they felt about their Windows stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, we ripped it off. Okay, moving on. Uh, give us your money. <laughs> uh well, uh, before we wrap up, did you want to talk about that ARM thing, Guy? I know you had some thoughts. Yeah. Uh, so Intel acquired uh, sort, of, sort of the last piece of IP that they need in order to start making their own ARM chips uh, at a 10 nanometer uh, scale. Uh, the, the smaller the scale, the faster than lower power the chip, basically. And Intel is one of the very, I think they may even be the only fabricator on the planet they can make chips that small uh, and they've got plans to go to seven nanometers um it takes a huge amount of money like billions of dollars in order to sort of do the r&d and to build out the plants that can fabricate these chips at, at that kind of small scale um so, sorry uh, scale of the processor in large numbers um and this is a big move this could this could mean that um Rather than Samsung making all of the chips, or I'm, I'm going to forget the other company's name in the 6S. Anyway, rather than like... Oh, the, TSMC like, is what you're the, thinking. That's it. Yeah. T thank you. TSMC. Uh, sourcing ARM chips from, from Intel is, is possibly not a bad idea these days. Or won't be soon after they get everything ramped up. I mean, I wouldn't I obviously don't expect it this year, but you know, maybe a couple. Well, of years so down the road. this is interesting because I guess when I read this, I mean, obviously this is very. There's some technical stuff and some business stuff in here, and I yeah. and I guess I miss not misinterpreted, but didn't get the full implication of the idea that Intel would be able to build its own ARM chips. So it has had that since it had X scale. It's it's Intel has had its hands in in ARM for like a long time. Uh, they haven't wanted to really embrace it because they've wanted to have their own architecture, architecture and designs, right? Um, but they got screwed because they kind of missed the boat. They right? missed the boat. They 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 were apparently they they were asked to get in on the uh, the iPhone and they turned it down. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's okay. You know, you make a mistake. But they didn't really kind of. Bounce back from, Come back from it yeah. until just now, which right. is like a little bit late. Right. You know? Again, yeah. like we said, almost 10 years in. Yeah. And I right. mean, they're not going to be able to develop. Let's put it this way. It, I mean, Apple's pretty far down the road in terms of its developing its own chips. It still has them made yeah, by other people. Yeah, they can't fabricate them. Right, right. So the question is, do that is that makes Intel potentially a a competitor to Samsung and TSMC in terms of making chips? But they're not going to have like... I don't. I don't know. Are they gonna have their names on there? Is still gonna be branded as like an Apple A11 or whatever? Oh yeah. yeah. Like, uh, well, 
they're, I don't know. They're just building but, it, right? Like it's not like they, yeah. they 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 serve to make a certain amount of money from the business of building it, but they don't necessarily serve to get any brand like recognition. So the way it work is, that, yeah, they've got all the licenses and patents at this point, or uh, all of the licenses uh, and everything they need to be able to build really high quality and and smaller uh, size. Uh, arm chips than anybody else at this point would the, the, uh, so they would just be the fab it's not like you buy like an iphone and it says samsung on the back ever and like even when <laughs> well, even when apple went, Galaxy, to the, even when apple went intel there was never like an intel sticker on that because <laughs> there's no way that was flying so no they'll make money fabbing them yeah. And a lot of money, I think. Do you think that, that Apple will be likely to replace their existing vendors or supplement, I guess? Because in some cases, they had, I felt like they had chips. At some points when they had trouble getting scale, I felt like they had more than one company. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I have no idea. All I do know is that now the uh, market is more competitive for Apple in terms of being a consumer. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So everybody's got to app- up their game at this point. And even if Intel doesn't deal with Apple, there's other, you know, there's Android. Or even Samsung, if they can undercut Samsung. Yeah, I was going to say, buying their own chips? Yeah. Fascinating. Because uh, Samsung is bust up into divisions. Right. And they may well throw their chip division under the bus if they can get better results from Intel. God, it's, it's so weird. It's so weird. The, <laughs> the giant corporation part is so strange. Yeah. It's just these like the like it's like super awkward at Thanksgiving in the Samsung household. <laughs> <laughs> Korean Thanksgiving. <laughs> Why would they buy our chips? Yeah. I wait. Sorry, you know what? Kimchi kimchi would go really well with turkey. <laughs> it it actually, really would. That actually could Cause, go cause really turkey's well. Because turkey's so yeah. dry. Could you do Korean barbecue turkey? Because that sounds oh amazing. Oh my god. That sounds amazing. Good. Yes. Just to end on a, on, a, on a comedy bit, did you guys see that Samsung submitted, <laughs> they submitted patents and they basically just oh, stole yeah. the Apple Watch patent yes. images? Yes. Yeah, I think that was obliquely yeah, that was referenced on your show, on the show last week. But I was, yeah, that was, I don't even understand. I don't even understand. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> How awesome is that? At this point, I'm just like, that's high five. You people are insane. <laughs> you were were they were they like did you, were they maintaining that they like invented the Apple Watch? I don't even understand what well, the implication of that one, is. It was one image in a like a patent for I don't even remember what the patent was for, yeah. but it was in a in a it, the patent was not for a watch, I don't think, but it was an image in a patent for certain kinds of functionality something like, like a, that yeah and it's like, like an here's, interaction here's one example <laughs> the apple watch and they just no one will notice this if we just stick it in the middle <laughs> at a certain point you've got to admire the yeah. the, the gall of that kind of stuff i gotta say that i gotta <laughs> say their, their their christoph waltz ad is great i have not did seen you that. see yeah go see the christoph waltz ad. it's i mean you know of course i would watch christoph waltz in anything but um sure. yeah He's he's it's a it's a really good ad. It's it's him in various scenarios, and he's just he is of course brilliant. So twisted, twisted, and brilliant. He is invited to every Korean Thanksgiving <laughs> at the Samsung household. I have in my authority. house actually. He's invited to the next Korean. John, let me carve house. the turkey for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> that was not bad. That was, that was not bad. Thank you. That was not bad. 
<laughs> I'm gonna stop one. I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even gonna try nope, after nope. that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. I think we're yep. done. Yep. Well, somebody, yeah. Somebody wants to say something funny now. Now's your chance. No, I don't think so. No, I think <laughs> this so. is I'm the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>